When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Haaland versus Saka. We've got ourselves a big decision to make with Game Week 27 captaincy. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. This is my team selection video for Game Week 27. Before we get started, if you fancy hitting that like button and subscribing, loads of you are new around here, so please do hit that subscribe button. Last week wasn't a great week, wasn't a great week, great week, and we take a little red arrow. When you take hits, I guess you expect that. Um, of course, there were some big wins. Like, it's a shame, though. The players that are hitting the big scores of late are the ones that we all own. So you don't see the, the green arrows off the back of it. So when Watkins and Saka and Foden go and get big scores doesn't really get you green arrows. It gets you points and it looks good. It doesn't really get you greens when everyone else owns them. So you need some of your differentials to come in good. Which this week they didn't. Um, Estupanan was benched for me. De Bruyne was benched for me and came on and got a yellow card. So a one and a zero for those two. And Charlie Taylor, the one week we needed them all to play. Well, he did play, but he still only got one point. So disappointing week. But I look ahead to game week 27 at my team. And I'm like, yeah, this is quite good. So when we look at my 27 team, you know, Dubravka, let's hope he's okay after his illness in goal. Then Gabriel, Estupan and Doherty, the back line is weak. But then I've got triple city attack in De Bruyne, Foden, Haaland. Cole Palmer, who now is a little bit more differential because a lot of soul Cole Palmer because he didn't play last week. Saka, Watkins, Solanke. I've got Chan first sub, that could change. Taylor, Bell and Ariola on my bench. The big decision this week, I think, is going to be around sure transfers in and what chip strategy we've committed to, but also around captaincy. So I'm looking forward to getting into some of those captaincy numbers in a couple of minutes. But let's have a look at my transfers. I am recording slightly earlier this week, so I'm a little more hesitant on where what direction I'm going in. Usually when I do these team selection videos, I can give you with pretty good accuracy what direction I'm going to go in. Like last week I said there is a, I think by the end of the video I said something like, I know, 70% likelihood I buy Chan, 30% likelihood I buy Leon Bailey. And I bought Chan, right? Bailey, goal assist, bonus points, ridiculous. Uh, I really was backing him at the start of the week. I was like 90% Bailey, but things change. Um, this week... Do I want to keep Triple Man City? No. Do I want to keep Triple Man City knowing they play Man United at home? Yeah. So is De Bruyne a hold or a sell? I'm not so sure yet. Again, I need to evaluate, do I think he starts? What I can't afford is another De Bruyne benching. If I think there's a chance or a good chance De Bruyne's on the bench, he probably needs to go. And who do you target? Do I go to someone like a Leon Bailey, who I was so hot on last week? We know Bailey plays in game week 29. We know Bailey has a nice fixture. Um, so Bailey, De Bruyne to Bailey is a real option. 
De Bruyne to Odegaard could be an option or Havertz or Martinelli. Do I look at an Arsenal midfielder? Because they are flying right now. Like how many goals are they going to score against Sheffield United? We just saw them score four against Newcastle. So the midfield transfer is an option. If it's a midfield transfer, I think it will be De Bruyne out. I can't see myself selling Foden the way he's playing. He just feels like a long-term hold and his minutes are so much safer. So midfield transfer means De Bruyne are out. It's either to Arsenal or, or Bailey. Or do you look at that back line and go, Janny? It's just so weak. And if I'm selling a defender, it's absolutely going to be a Stupinan. So it's a Stupinan or De Bruyne out for me this week. Um, if I sell a Stupinan, again, what direction do I, do I go in? Well, it depends on chip strategy. Because if, for example, I'm free hitting in 29, well, that I just go Saliba straight away. Arsenal defence. Go trip, uh, I still have a spare Arsenal slot. Those that have gone triple Arsenal defence or double Arsenal defence have been doing well of late. They were unlucky to concede late against Newcastle. I was, I was very happy with that, not going to lie, because um, so many have got that double up. But Stupinan out, Saliba in is a real good option. Um, so, Or do I target someone with a guaranteed fixture in 29 if I'm not free hitting? So I'll be deciding on that chip strategy in the next day, I'm sure. And when I do, that will affect my transfers. So look, that's how I'm set for game week 27 and look many looked at chip strategy and went oh should I wildcard and by the way guys I've done a chip strategy video on the three options the three major options go back and check that video out I only posted it a day or two ago but I think it's really useful to sort of get that helicopter view of what's going on with the ticker the projected fixtures and the three main strategies now strategy two and three revolve around free hit in 29 or not right Strategy one is centered around wildcarding now. And I was going to put together a wildcard draft for you all. I've not done it because I don't think for many teams it's useful. And I did a poll on Twitter, only about 10% are looking at wildcarding this week or in 28. And that's because the template team, which is the team we can see on screen at the moment, my team is pretty template. Well, it looks pretty well set. It doesn't look like it needs a wild card. So I don't think we should hit that wild card button just so we get a few extra Bournemouth players, right, for 28, or just so we get a couple of average players playing in a blank. I don't think that warrants a wild card. So for me, I'm not even going to show you that wild card team. But what I am going to show you in today's show is a look at captaincy because there are two, you could argue Watkins is in the mix as well. You could look at Solanke, right? You could, Palmer. Like, these players have good fixtures. Palmer, Watkins, Solanke. Legit captaincy options this week. But I'm not going to confuse it by comparing four or five players. I'm just going to give you the two that the vast majority will go to. So we're going to compare Haaland and we're going to compare Saka. Now, both have good fixtures. Straight away, let's get out of our heads that Man City playing Man United is a tough game at the moment for Man City. It could become a tough game, but on paper... Looking at the last couple of weeks, knowing City are the home team, United are on the ropes. Arguably their worst performance of the season against Fulham. Like, Fulham without Paulinha are not a very good Fulham. And they went to Old Trafford and played like prime Brazil. Like, honestly, United were rubbish. It shouldn't have been a last-minute winner. Fulham were clear. And if that's going to be the case against Man City, it's going to be 5-0 Man City. Now, in that fixture, De Bruyne's got history. Foden's got history. Haaland's really going to want it. I'm reluctant to sell these players, but when we look at Haaland's fixture, he is the obvious cam captaincy candidate still, I think. Now we have to look at Saka's fixture because he has Sheffield United. Now, Arsenal have been scoring goals for fun. 
forget the Champions League in Portugal. Tough game, that. They didn't turn up on the day and they weren't great. Take the last few Premier League games. Arsenal was scoring fours and, fours and fives. They're about to play a team that after 25 rounds of the season have conceded more goals, Sheffield United, than any other team in Premier League history. Let, let, let that sink in. By game week 25, Sheffield United had conceded more goals, around 65 I think, than any team in Premier League history at that point in their season. That's mental. Arsenal are about to face the worst defensive team, arguably, in Premier League history. We'll see at the end of the season if that's true. And if they are, they're doing it off a free midweek because they don't play in the FA Cup. Um, And they're doing it off the back of winning and scoring fours and fives. Saka is flying right now. And when we look at the numbers, if you're into your numbers, I think you're going to go Saka over Haaland. If you're not, you might be going the other way. So look, let's look at it. We're not going to take the last four game weeks because Man City had a double. We're going to take the last four matches in the Premier League. Minutes, 3-4-4 for Haaland, 2-8-7 for Sacco. He's had an early sub. So fewer minutes for Saka, but they've both had four starts. Haaland scored three times, Saka six. So Saka's got double the goals. Now I thought, but the XG, the XG, it's all going to be in favour of Haaland. We've been watching the games against Brentford, against Chelsea. Huge chances missed by Haaland. Again, at the weekend, we saw a lot of chances missed. But no, his XG is 3.56. High, but it ain't the highest. Saka's almost clocked to 4 XG, 3.98. So Saka has been getting the chances en masse. On mass, as much as Haaland. We just remember Haaland's misses because we all added him as captain. Expected assists. I don't think either have had an assist in this time, but obviously Saka's higher for that. 1.44 versus 0.36. Goal attempts. Okay, Haaland does edge it, 23 to 18. And then penalty area touches. Saka edges it, 36 to 33. What this data tells me is Saka is a legit option. This is a coin toss this week, guys. You also evaluate that Saka gets more points for a goal, that Saka gets more points, usually in bonus, Saka gets more points in assists, and Saka gets more points for clean sheets. He gets one, Haaland doesn't. The thing that scares is the the ceiling. Who's more likely to get the brace? Who's more likely to get the hat-trick? And that, so, Saka for me is more likely to get a return or two. Haaland is more likely to get the bigger returns, because it's Haaland. And because we know on their day, Man City against Man United, they're going to go for the throw. They ain't getting to 1-0 and chilling out, right? Like they did against Bournemouth. They're going big. So with that in mind, many will go Haaland. There's also the fear factor and FOMO. Many will be worried about Haaland and the EO, but I think it could be fairly split this week. Let me know in the comments who you're going for between Saka and Haaland. I think it's really interesting. Do you know what might swing it for me though? And it often does when I'm 50-50. Home advantage. I do like backing the home player. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one. By the way, if you're enjoying this sort of comparison with captaincy, please do like and subscribe. And there's loads of you watching that perhaps um, don't realise you're not subscribed. So please do click that button. Um, And I'd look to do a few more of these types of videos in my team selection. It's a really good debate this week. So often is the case where we go, oh, captaincy is a bit of a non-event this week. Stick it on Haaland and hope he scores more. Well, the reality is in the last few weeks, we've been doing that and he hasn't been scoring more, you know. 
Why haven't we gone to Wally Watkins in the last couple of weeks? He scored big points. Why haven't we been captaining Saka? He's been scoring big points. We're playing a little bit safe and maybe fortune needs to favour the brave. So where am I going at the moment? Genuinely, I'm 50-50. I will let you know on, I'm going to try and do a live on Friday night where I'm locking my transfers because I've been a little vague with what I'm doing with transfers this week. And I don't like doing that. I like to be really on it with you guys. But earlier in the week when I'm recording this, I've had to be a little bit more vague. I'll do the same in captaincy. I'm pretty sure I'll be able to commit to, to a decision on captaincy on Friday. So stay tuned for that. Um, and when you subscribe, if you hit the bell, you'll get alerts every time I go live. But it will likely be Friday evening. So there we go. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. That's been my team selection. I need some green arrows. I need to commit to a chip strategy. I need to commit to transfers. Will it be a Stupinant or De Bruyne out? Or could I even roll? Maybe that's an option. Um, I don't think I'll be rolling though. A Stupinant, surely he has to go. Um, and of course, I'll be committing to Haaland or Saka. I can rule out good captaincy options in Watkins, in Palmer, in Solanke. I don't think I'll be going there. It is between Saka and, and Haaland for me this week. Guys, may your arrows be green. I will see you in my live on Friday night. Thank you for watching and good luck. Podcast Network.